January feels like the longest month. I don't like January. To me, January feels like the longest month because no one wants to hang out with me. Hey everyone, welcome to Delulu Canoe and it is our first episode ever. This has been long awaiting, but it is not just me today. I am joined by Cosmo from the Cosmo Show. Hello. <laughs> he is actually going to be my producer, which is so exciting because we've been wanting to work together for so long. How does it feel back there, Cosmo? I like it back here. It's nice. It's cozy. <laughs> I got a great view behind me. It's awesome. I was going to say, do you like the cityscape in the back? I do. I do. I love it. <laughs> I think that's where I got some noodles one time. Oh, excellent. You know, I do love ramen. But this isn't about necessarily just us. This whole podcast is about being a little bit Delulu. And I just want to take a second to kind of take you a little bit on a journey. Like we're in a canoe, right? We're like riding down the river right now. And I want to explain why the podcast is called Delulu Canoe. So just kick back, grab a snack, grab your oar, because we're about to go on an adventure. So the name of the show basically came from when me and my good friends were hanging out. We we're just having a, a girl's day by the pool. And we were telling a story about how one of the guys she had dated, he kind of felt like we were a little delusional. And I just made some pretty silly joke about how is he imagining us as like two delusional girls in a canoe just like rowing against the water that was coming at us? And we laughed about that for so long, probably longer than we really should have. And when I went home that night, I just thought about like the word Delulu canoe just sounds so funny together. Like say it five times fast, Cosmo. Delulu canoe, Delulu canoe, <laughs> Delulu canoe, Delulu canoe, Delulu canoe. So wow. You're, you're really good at that. <laughs> You've got like good diction. I try. <laughs> well, I feel like most people actually can't say it. Like when they say Delulu Canoe, they kind of get like caught up in their own head. But uh, yeah, it's like a fun little tongue twister. And I feel like life is kind of like being in a canoe. So that's why I decided to name this podcast Delulu Canoe. Oh. <laughs> exactly. Although I will say I love the direction of the word delusional right now because it used to be such a negative term. Like, I never heard delusional as, like, a positive thing. And I love that, like, the media and people on TikTok are taking it and making it fun and more lighthearted in a way instead of it being, like, so negative and so, like, oh, she's delusional. And now it's, like, it's fun. Like, it's a bright, fun term now. So I just really wanted to call the podcast something fun, something unique, and something kind of, like, silly. Because I feel like me and my friend group are very silly. Cosmo included. I feel like you're also, like, very silly. You know, I just, some, next time somebody asks me how am I doing, I'm like, Delulu. <laughs> right? You got to be Delulu to make all your dreams come true, Lulu. Or at least that's what people have been saying lately. <laughs> nice. And I also kind of wanted to cover in this pilot episode, like, why start a podcast? I know that seems to be the trend lately is everybody grabs a microphone, sits down on a couch, and gives advice or just jumps on the podcast train. And weirdly enough, I wanted to start this podcast like three years ago, but it didn't feel right. Like I just didn't feel like I had enough stories to tell or that I felt comfortable sharing personal things about my life. Like I didn't feel like I fit into a podcast category. So I even remember asking my audience one day, I was like, hey, would you guys like it if I made a podcast? And believe it or not, they all said no. What? It was a unanimous, like, 
all of my fans during the pandemic, maybe not all of them, but <laughs> most of them had said they didn't want a podcast. Mm. And I I don't I don't really know why. They didn't really give any like good reason why. But that really sat with me too, because I was thinking about how if your audience doesn't get that kind of content from you and doesn't want that kind of content from you, it doesn't mean you have to make that content. Like, I feel like I really shine in the short form content because I'm I'm really witty, uh, funny, and like short bursts are a lot better for me mentally than like long formatted pieces of content. But then as I as I age and as I get older, I was like, you know, I, I feel like I could spread some sort of positivity or some kind of like lighthearted message if I did long form content. And it started with Twitch and I did that for a while. And I just kind of felt like I was ready to sit down and talk and maybe I wouldn't say educate people, but just give them a little slice of what I'm like in person. Like, would you agree, Cosmo, that long form content, you get a little bit more of who the person is? Yeah, I think so. Because, um, I mean, people follow you. Like, people like they see you all the time. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, do they know you? Do they get to know you? You know? Yeah. So it's actually kind of cool, though. I think that's I think it's worth it. Now, you know. At the time mm-hmm. when you weren't ready, it's because you weren't ready. So everything happens for a reason, I believe. Yeah, I, I'm i a thorough, like, I totally believe in that. Like, if you don't feel like you're ready, if there's some part of you, no matter what it is, that feels like you're forcing yourself, like you're pushing a ball up the hill kind of thing, don't do it. Like, wait till you you believe in what you're making. And that that took me a while. Like I said, three years was a long time for me to be like, do I feel like I have a message to spread? And I think so. I think this is like a fun, silly idea. And I, I mean, you've been on a bunch of podcasts too, where I've now done it so many times for other people that I was like, why haven't I sat down and actually done a podcast for myself? Um, and I have kind of a, a Delulu take on podcasts. So hear me out. I have been doing the podcast circuit for about like two years now. So I'm, I wouldn't say I'm new and I wouldn't say I'm an expert, but I have found that every podcast I go on, maybe like two or three excluded, they ask me the same six questions. And that gets tiring. And it's nothing against the interviewer because I feel like they're interviewing people every week. They're constantly seeing new faces, new people, new things. And I get it that they don't have time to do a deep dive on me or on anyone. But it makes it not as much fun for me to go on a podcast and be asked about the same things, one, Two, it makes it not exciting for my audience. They don't want to hear about, like, how did you get started in your acting career? You know, like, they don't want to hear that six times over on 14 different variants of podcasts. So I wanted to hunker down and make something where not only I could talk about different unique things, but I could really talk about things I'm passionate about and not feel like I'm in this canoe going up against the stream when I'm on someone else's podcast to get them to ask me about different things. Like I, people are filled with layers and, and deeper feelings and emotions instead of just like, what made you want to be a content creator? Like, oh, I'm so sick of that question. (laughs) Are there any questions, Cosmo, that you feel like when you're on podcasts that you get asked like over and over again? Or is this something that you maybe don't relate with? Like, I'm, I'm curious since you do well, podcasts just as much as I do. For my show, I'm always asking the same basic question because the first time I was just, I want to get into the person. I want to know everything about them. 
But when it comes to the editing and runtime, you know, you just need to shorten it down a little bit. So you always leave, I don't know, you leave out most of the story and you try to edit what, what you got. So now I try to narrow it down. It's like, where did this all start? Mm-hmm. It's where it all started. Let you talk about it. I can cut from there. The next one and just go into it, like organically. I always get the same questions as, as, as what I ask other people. So it's like, yeah. It's like I try to emulate what they do, but I try to like do it in a way that I feel comfortable, the mm-hmm. host feel, uh, the, the guest feels comfortable, and yeah, go from there. But I do feel like the questions is always the same basic stuff. The yeah. Same, I want to say top four basic questions. Yeah. You know, it's like, um, what year did you start this? Or mm-hmm. how are you doing? Where are you from? It's kind of like the LA thing. What do you do? Yeah. Every time. How are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. So what do you do for a living? I'm like, what is it? Why is that a, the, the third thing you, you talk about? That's weird. Interesting. I never thought about that being such an LA thing, but I, I agree. Like podcasts and LA topics where it's like, what do you do? What do you do for work? Uh, it's such a reoccurring, if you go out and you're at like a mixer mm-hmm. or like a networking party, it definitely, definitely comes up. I just feel like the podcast market is so saturated, um, which is why I feel like it's so important that if you do want to do something that is so saturated, how can you make it your own? How can you make it something that separates you from all the others out there? And of course, everyone is unique. Everyone is different. So it's going to be different to some extent, but just finding some avenue of originality. Um, I've fallen down the rabbit hole recently with podcasts that all they read are am I the a-hole Reddit threads. And they're so entertaining. Like I will listen to them. I think they're fascinating. But at some point, am I listening to the podcast for the person or am I listening to the podcast because they're reading something that's like entertaining? And that's something I really wanted to stray away from with this is that like I... I want people to come on here and be able to, I I don't want to say vent, but I want them to come on this show and be able to talk about something that makes them a little Delulu. And for me, definitely this week, because I I did do a couple of podcasts recently, it's it's doing the podcast train where you're like, one week you're on this person's podcast, the next week you're on someone else's, and they're all asking you the same thing. So for me, that's kind of what's been driving me a little Delulu. Um, And... I don't know if viewers will really get this, but if you're somebody who does podcasts, even two of them or three in your whole lifespan, you'll find that there are common questions that you get asked all the time. And I I wouldn't even say that it's just subject to podcasts. I feel like it's also in interviews, Mm -hmm. Um, especially if you're somebody who is well known for like one thing. Like I would argue that I'm probably more known online for being like a swimwear model. So I get asked a lot about like, what's your diet? What's your nutrition? As opposed to like, I would love for somebody to ask me about the movie that recently came out that I was in or ask me about how I write music. You know, ask me about something new. Like don't ask me like the same, what's your favorite color? Tell me about like bikinis. Like what's that like? It just, Ugh, that's been like my Delulu rant for the past week and a half where I'm just like, please ask me something different or ask the person. Oh my gosh, original idea. Ask the person who's coming on your show or being interviewed by you. Is there something you want me to specifically target and ask you? Exactly. But you do that though on, if you don't know, Cosmo has his own show called The Cosmo Show and he interviews people. But do you, as part of your curriculum on your show, do you ask them, like, what are some things you want me to ask you? Yeah, well, they always ask me, like, so what are, you gonna, what are we going to talk about? It's like, we're going to talk <laughs> about your uh, your interests, how you got started, mm-hmm. what you got into. It's like, it's a more of an educational show for people that are curious about said profession that I'm interviewing. Mm-hmm. So, like, just taking the steps. How did you get into it? What are the pros and cons? Blah, 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 blah. 
and every every episode's different. So it's like it's not just gonna be the same. It won't be this. It will be the same questions, but a different field. If that's what, if, if that makes any sense. It and, totally does. And then um, yeah, and if I think there's something else that's unique, I'll ask him. Like, is there anything you want me to ask you that no one else asked you that you want to talk about? Is there anything you want to vent about? Is there anything you want to plug? You know, stuff like that. Yeah. So it's basically about them. Yeah, I think that's so important, especially in what I like to call the art of interviewing is making sure it's a double, double-edged conversation. Oh my gosh, that's another thing that makes me do little. Here we go. Here comes the rant. <laughs> when you go on a podcast or go on an interview and the person is either only talking about themselves or they're only talking about you, which I think is great from time to time, but it, it's, it doesn't feel like a conversation. It feels very much so like, where did you grow up? Where are you from? That's really cool. Tell me about, like, instead of it feeling like two people getting to know each other, it's more of like they're quizzing you. And I, I don't know if anybody that's watching this has actually seen a bunch of the podcasts I've been on. You'll notice, like, if you watch them and you're kind of looking for it, you'll notice I go out of my way after they're done asking me. I'll be like, yeah, that is my favorite Disney movie. So what's your favorite Disney movie? Was there one you watched as a kid? Like, I, I find myself interviewing the interviewer a lot just because I've I trained for years in pageants on like the art of interviewing so I feel like that was a great skill I took with me as a kid into an adult but man it's it's crazy how people we don't really know how to talk to each other anymore nope uh, bartending for 20 19 years it's a perfect way to get to know somebody and learn mm. all walks of barks Mm-hmm. So communication is like that. It's like, hi, how are you doing? Let's talk. Let's find out things about each other within this conversation. Yeah. That's it. Instead of, instead of one-sided. Right, right. Do you feel like bartending for as long as you did, like you kind of have like a, I guess like a better intuition about people because you can read whether they want to keep talking or they don't mm-hmm. sort of vibe? Uh, definitely through body language. Yeah. Body language, manners, facial, facial expressions. If somebody that I know has no facial expressions when they're talking. I can't tell how they're feeling. It's yeah. almost like reading a text. So I'm just like, all right, without emojis, I don't know if you're feeling good, bad, <laughs> or whatever. It's important to use emojis, everybody. <laughs> if you get important. nothing out of this, use emojis. Yes. Or you're going <laughs> to feel Delulu. You. you will feel Delulu. Another thing that I've been feeling a little Delulu, because it's February now, and... We've kind of stepped away from January, and January feels like the longest month every year for me, and this is a hot take, so you can agree or disagree with me in the comments below. I would love for people to disagree with me. I'm totally open to it. I don't like January. It is my least favorite month of the whole year. I'm sorry if it's your birthday in January, but I dislike it so much because of New Year's resolutions. Now, I'm the queen of if you don't like something about yourself, you can go ahead and change it. You can see a therapist, you can work out more, you can eat healthy. But in January, everyone wants to change everything about themselves in one month. It's like they start dieting, they go see a therapist, they decide to take lessons from somebody and something, and then they stop going out to eat and they stop drinking and they stop, they completely stop, I would say, eight different things that they're trying to change about themselves in 30 days. And to me, January feels like the longest month because no one wants to hang out with me. So (laughs) I'm sitting at home just like, 
Hey, you want to go out to eat? No. Okay, you're trying to save money. New Year's resolutions. Got it. Okay, I'll ask this friend. Hey, you want to go grab a drink? Nope, you're not drinking anymore. Okay, cool. Um, do you just want to come over and watch a movie? Oh, no. Okay, you're busy because you decided that you want to do X, Y, and Z. Like, it becomes the loneliest month for me every year. And I don't know that that's a bad thing because sometimes it's good to take time for yourself and, like, rest and relax. But my Delulu about January is that I just, I think trying to change everything about yourself in one month is ridiculous. It's Delulu. It is. It is. Like, do you, I mean... I get New Year's resolutions. I, I think, like, if you're obviously, if you're struggling with an addiction, I, I get it. I totally understand. But don't try to change your addiction and your eating habits and your scheduling and your sleep schedule in one month. Mm-hmm. I look at it as uh, the year. I'm like, all right, what can I do better next year mm-hmm. to try working on, you know? Yeah. Like, if it's drinking or eating better or something like that. But, like, not, like, right off the bat. It's, it's hard. I mean, I used to smoke. Cold turkey yeah. is hard. So trying to change your habits is, um, yeah, it's not a one-month thing. The way I look at New Year's, New Year's is, like, you just bought a brand-new game. You're popping in your PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And then January is it loading. Yeah. Loading. And then when you get to February, you're on the first level. And then, bam, there you go. Mm-hmm. That's a great way of looking at it. Yep. Yes, game analogy. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like for some reason, I like I get the New Year's resolution, the wanting to change yourself, the wanting to work on yourself. I have all respect for that, but January just drags. It just drags so much. And I'm curious if anybody else listening feels this way, or maybe maybe January is the best month for you. Like I, I want people to get in the comments and like fight me on January. Like tell me why it's the best month of the year and why I need to get out of my Delulu canoe and be like, you know what, you're right. You're right. Like, January is the best month. Um, maybe I just need to hang out with better people, you know? Like, maybe I need to find people that aren't trying to change themselves in one month. But uh, speaking of New Year's resolutions, is there something in particular you're trying to work on, better yourself on, or anything coming to mind, ringing any bells for you? Me? Yeah. Oh, no. Just uh, <laughs> ambitious. Being really ambitious this year with my channel on YouTube. So Yeah. Putting, pushing out more content and more things mm-hmm. so that's challenging just like getting off my butt and doing things more than just setting up interviews so it's, there's a lot this year is gonna be really whew, it's gonna be crazy but i cannot wait to see the end results so that's what i'm looking forward to yeah i i love that like i think picking things like one one thing at a time like you were talking about your show and that's kind of like your big priority this year and then obviously Delulu Canoe is one of his priorities too Hell but yeah. <laughs> but um I think that that's so great that you can put your time and energy into something and it seems like a lot but that that feeling of like oh my gosh it's a lot is translated so much so into excitement like mm-hmm. it's not just oh my gosh, this big overwhelming thing. Like, I'm, I'm so excited for you. Thank you. Like, Thank I can't you. wait. And we're going to have to schedule my interview on there at some point. Some but point. we'll get there. <laughs> I said, wait till I get to 100K followers, subscribers. 100K? Yeah. That's a lot. That is a lot. <laughs> okay. That'll be in like a <laughs> month for you. <laughs> I'm at 555 right now. There you go. So we're, getting there. we're getting there. Yeah. YouTube is a long, is a long, long haul. Mm-hmm. Like we've talked so much about YouTube. Um, and for me, one of actually my New Year's resolutions is for my Dare Wears channel to actually see like a little bit of a spike. I'd love to hit 400,000 subscribers on there because I've been sitting at 330 for probably two years because I made a huge pivot 
in my content. Um, initially, I was doing what's called like try-on hauls, and they're very heavily labeled and stereotyped as like like female presenting for male, um, catering to the male gaze, or um, just trying to get views and clicks. And I did it so well that I kind of got sick of just dressing and being for the male gaze a little bit. Like, don't get me wrong. I love that. You know, I love the attention a little bit. But I really wanted to create an atmosphere where it's not necessarily just for men. I wanted to create something that I could educate women on shopping and fashion because I, I get complimented a lot on how I dress. And I wanted to make a piece of content or a channel that's catered to like, how do I put together an outfit or where's the best place to shop for these items and how do I find it for discounted and tips and tricks on how to dress yourself. So I'm still adjusting and realigning the focus on that. But um, that's also why I made this channel so I can focus on putting my thoughts into something and making it bigger than just look at how pretty I am. Although I did get dressed up really nice for today. So you can tell me I look pretty in the comments if you want. But, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that's a great New Year's resolution. And I, I'm so excited for your journey on your channel. Like I, I've been, I'm not, I haven't been part of your channel since day one, but I, I've definitely been there in like step three or step four when you were talking about like setting up interviews and interviewing people at the con. So that's really exciting. I'm coming up on my one year in March. <gasps> oh my gosh. Are you throwing a party or anything? I was thinking about it. You should. About, I was thinking about having everybody that's been on the show. Yeah. And just having a little party and record it and then <gasps> show like little clips and best moments of each episode. Oh, so I love so that. Can it. I be invited even though I'm yes. like not in the show yet? Yes, definitely. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> no, definitely, definitely. And then having the being part of this show will definitely help me just I don't know, say spread the word out more about yeah. you know about this and then mm -hmm. everything other uh, endeavors I'm going getting to, but this will definitely help out a lot yeah. advertisement and just you know cr cross promoting. A hundred percent. It's one thing that a lot of people don't do in this world of content creating. Oh, you know, uh -huh. it's just like it doesn't cost much. Doesn't cost much. Doesn't take anything besides just clicking a little button. That's it. You know, bada bing. Support. Spread the word. Mm -hmm. So. That's the one thing we should change this year. Mm -hmm. Don't worry. We're doing, I have it all written in my head. We're doing a Delulu episode about that. Nice. A hundred nice. thousand percent because that is truly one of my biggest Delulus is, well, we'll get into that on that episode. <laughs> there's, there's so many. I have so many like little like ideas and like topics I want to cover. But if you are listening and you do have something that you, I mean, if you're a longtime follower, if there's something you really want me to talk about, Leave it in the comments. I'm so open to talking about different diverse subjects than um, just what I want to bring up. Uh, but let's keep it lighthearted and fun. Let's keep it in the Delulu canoe. Let's keep these topics positive and a little like maybe a, a little bit of like pet peevish, but like no hate, nothing like that. Let's keep it keep it positive, positive vibes only. Friendly. Yeah, so friendly. But yeah, that's honestly what I wanted to talk about today was just getting you all educated on what the Delulu canoe is all about. We talked about today essentially that um, being a little Delulu is A-OK -okay, and it's fine to feel and obsess over something that you're excited about or something maybe that bothers you. But the best way to deal with it, I think, is truly just talking about it and getting it off your chest, putting it in a good, safe place 
space, maybe seeking out a therapist if it goes that far. But for now, I hope you guys enjoyed this ride along with me, your host, Dare Taylor, or you can call me Dare Bear, and my producer, the lovely Cosmo from The Cosmo Show. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. Let me know in the comments below all the questions I asked you earlier in this episode. And don't forget to subscribe, ring that bell notification, and let me know what guests you want me to have on. Stay to Lulu.